Hey, Catalyst crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 58. It's Thursday, so we've got GMF0123R on with us, and uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Jim? I am doing okay. How about you? Not bad. I'm, uh, you know, I'm alive. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Before we get into the episode today, mm-hmm. I want to tell you about something uh, that I was made aware of yesterday. Okay. So, a couple out of Goffstown, New Hampshire, okay, was arrested. Oh, and charged with lots of of uh, crimes. Oh, okay. Let me tell you what they did. Oh, here we go. These uh, these people work at uh, Harvard University. Oh, oh, okay. So this is interesting. In the morgue. In the morgue. Yeah. Oh. Well, they have you know they have the medical. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they have cadavers. And mm-hmm. They were selling body parts. Oh, okay. They were selling body parts. Great. Yeah. For five years, this was going wow. on. Wow. So my partner's the one that made me aware of this. Yeah. She works at the hospital. Sure. So, right. you know, generally after work, we'll be talking about her day and I yeah. usually get medical stories. Sure. This couple... For five years has been, you know, they bring in the cadavers for the new students and everything so they can dissect them and all that stuff. They've been skimming. They've been taking faces. They've been taking heads. Wow. Organs of all sorts. So she's telling me this. And my my first question is not, you know, how could someone do this at this point? You know, yeah. Right. Who's buying this shit? Well, that's what I was just going to ask. Who are they selling it <laughs> right. to and so for that what my, reason? Right, because I'm thinking to myself, like, I can understand harvesting organs. Right. But you're not doing that, you know, unless you have an operation, mm-hmm. you're not doing that shit. You know right. what I mean? Right. So I'm thinking, like, who would want, like, old fucking organs that are useless? Because mm-hmm. they are. I mean, right. you can't. It's yeah, what are going to do with them? Right. They're selling them to, like, oddities people. Just for people to display them. Yeah, as like, a, you know, people like to have like a human skull. Yeah. Or people like, you know, this one woman. So they, they charged a bunch, like four or five other people. Okay. Right, in, in connection with all of this. And this one woman had a business called, uh, like whatever her name was, Creepy Creations or mm. something. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of close to us. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, she bought two faces. Oh, nice. For six Nice. hundred bucks. Okay. So that's, hey, $300 for a face is a yeah. deal. That's a, that is a good deal. But I'm thinking to myself, like, what the fuck are you doing with a fa- Like, how do you justify buying a human face? Right. I mean, I get that you, you know, what, you're going to get like this dummy and you're going to put the face on it and that's going to be one of your displays and you're probably going to advertise that that's a true, you know, human face <laughs> right. and, and like, that's going to be your look, allure to come in. I've been to oddity stores. They're, they are fun. Sure. You know, they're kitschy or whatever, right. but they're fun. But again, like you, you can't be buying human. And, and the wildest part of this story, right? Is that a lot of the parts were shipped all over the country mm. through the post office? Oh, nice. I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't think you should be able to ship a head through the post office. You should not be able right. to. It should be, like, harder to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But since they probably had it packaged and no one's going right. to open the package to look into it. I suppose it just seems insane to me. It is. That is. <laughs> And so they, they showed a picture of their license plates, mm-hmm. right? I probably shouldn't dox them, but I'm going to fuck sure. it. It's in the news. Yeah. It was like Dark Shadows and Grim Reaper. Nice. And it's just like, you know, don't lean into it that hard. Like, don't right. give away the game. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, how are you going to defend yourself at that point that, oh, it wasn't us, really? This is, we live in extraordinary times. Sure. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I heard this story and I was like, yeah, that's pretty par for the course. Like, it, that yeah. that would have shocked me 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, that's not, it, it's it's shocking in the fact that, you know, some, not, not what they did, just the whole idea that they came, you know, they came up with this scheme to like, do this. Like, what? You're having fucking dinner with your wife and you're just like, you know, we should sell yeah. 
We should sell like, or you went on vacation and there was an oddly store, and you're like, we could probably sell some faces. Yeah, but then how? You know, how do the two parties meet up? Like, how does that match? How right. do you contact? It's got to be dark web shit, yeah, right? Like, like, I can't imagine there's like, it's not like you can go on Amazon and order a yeah, face. Yeah, that's a crazy, that has to be a crazy email. Hey, we have faces for sale. You interested? I've been looking for a human face oh for a while God. now. Yeah, like, yeah, this is my I'm guy. In. Yeah, I got a face guy. Yeah. I, I just, and like, how did they find out? It gave me more questions than right. than answers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so that's going on. So they they've been arrested. They're being charged. Good. Obviously, Harvard fired them. Of course, you know, as you of do, course, as you do. Yeah. You can't be selling. Yeah, of course. Um, but I just you know I heard that yesterday and I thought we could just talk about it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. No, that's great. That, yeah. that is great. Yeah. Well, insane. Yeah, it is insane. Have you uh, <laughs> have you seen anything? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually have watched a few movies. Um, again, I'll briefly touch on them. I'm not going to get into too much detail, but watch The Evil Dead, the original. With uh, uh, Bruce? With Bruce. Get, you know, Fantastic. Wanna, yeah. I, I, wanna, I haven't seen the new one yet, so I wanted to go back and watch the original to prepare myself for to watch the new one. You know what's nice about the original mm-hmm. is that it was done on such a low budget yep. and they were so creative that a lot of it still holds up. It does. It does. And I mean, again, it's 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 camp, right? right? I mean, but the thing is, it's it's such an enjoyable movie. You know, I mean, it's just it's, fun. It, yeah, it doesn't take itself serious. No, it's just it's just fun. It is. Right. There's a cut. Look, even even, you know, skirting the political correctness of everything. Mm-hmm. There's only like one or two scenes in there that you go, oof, that right. one, you wouldn't do that today. Right. But like, aside from that, it is. It's just a fun romp in the woods. Yeah. And then, you know, that leads into the next camp, which is Terrifier 2. Oh. Which, again, I'm, I'm all about these movies. Art I, the Clown is a horror icon. Icon, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, the thing is, you watch the, the you watch these movies and it's like I, I don't know th- there's just some sort of pleasure enjoyment that you get out of it that is is different from other horror movies yeah because there's just you know what it is is it's so over the top yeah right cuz if you if you didn't lean into the insanity of it it would just be grotesque right but i mean when he's like when he starts laughing and he's silently laughing like you laugh with him. Like, you yeah. are laughing with thing, him while that, doing it. The thing that makes art so incredible is that he doesn't speak. Right. And to have a character, aside from Jason... Yeah. And I give a lot of props to Kane Hoder with the body language sure. on that. To have a character that has the vocals of Jason with the personality of Freddy Krueger is insane. Right. I mean, just it just it's such a fun, you know, serving the kids the Halloween candy out of the head. Oh, it's so good. You know what I mean? And then he and then he gets mad at that one kid. You know what I mean? He's smiling and having a great time. And then all of a sudden you is able to change immediately Then immediately changes right back. Right, right. There's always that danger underneath. Right. And it's like but when he's smiling and laughing, you you know, you're taking it like, oh, this is fun. This guy is fun. Even when he's in the Halloween store Mm -hmm. and there's that tension there. Yeah. And and he takes the horn and it just slowly comes into frame. Yeah. It's hilarious, right? It is. And it cuts the tension. So it's not like you have this huge buildup of being anxious. Right. Because it's just like, oh, what's he going to do next? And then, you know, and then immediately he's, he's... absolutely brutalizing right, like somebody, somebody and, yeah, yeah tearing someone apart and it, and then again he's just and then it's it just he's laughing his oh, silently laughing hysterically so while good. doing it the only thing i i think it was too long yeah it, it was too and long what i think they could have cut out were like those weird dream sequences yeah you know yeah i think I, you could have cut, cut out the some was, of the there was over 30 minutes of that. Yeah. I mean, the the thing with the family, you know, that those yeah, parts of cut, it, we could have cut, cut down cut that, that out. quite a bit. We didn't need any of yeah. that. But I will tell you, it is it is, it is a, a testament to Damien Leone. Mm-hmm. Like, he has created, like, one of the greatest horror icons of this generation. Yeah. 
without if not a doubt. The horror yeah. icon. There, there's no doubt about it. And then I watched uh, I watched Pearl. Oh, you gave you gave I, the ec uh, genre another yeah, chance. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to see you know the prequel. Yeah, Pearl, I would say is better than X. It, it is. Yeah. It is. And and I'll watch the third one sure. because uh, you, you want, know yeah, I'm invested want, yeah. at this point now. And again, it was it was better. I mean, seeing her, you know, her whole descent into, into the ma- madness, yeah. you know, and 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 that uh, having that issue with abandonment and and the the issue with if anybody you know does something better than me. I have a je- you know a jealousy that you're not going to outdo but me just, or leave just like me her or facial expressions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and that and whole I, that's ending. one of those things where you have to watch it after. You know, like yeah. some prequels you can watch, right, right. It, You know, before that one, you have to watch X first. Yeah. Now, the only thing I do, the only thing that obviously I don't quite understand, you know, so obviously the husband comes home from the army, right? Yeah. He sees what she's done right. and what she's become right but how did he become well maybe i just you know what i he mean was over there did some atrocities or some yeah. shit like that and you know he snapped that was just like the push I, over I, the yeah edge. i would have to say that you know when he saw what happened ptsd set into him yeah. and then he that's right. why he became what he became right because he thought he was coming home to like he thought he was leaving the bloodshed right and, and he then, was coming home to a loving wife right. and a happy and it, family right, and right. he comes home to that yeah and it's and that you know, stare, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that that was like I'm I'm sitting <laughs> That's there like the scariest part of the fucking yeah. movie. And I'm like Wow, she can really hold that. Yeah. And it's like, mm, that's that's pretty good. I'll I, give her me, a lot listen, of credit. Mia Goth, we're gonna see lots, I lots think so. and lots more. I think of her. so. I mean She's I know a... I know they've mentioned that they they're they're trying to get her into the MCU. I would imagine that's gonna happen at some point. Yeah, everybody's gotta play a superhero. Right. But uh yeah, I mean though. Again, I I saw those three movies. I I'm I'm saying I recommend all three of those. What that's a, rare form for you. Yeah, to catch to catch three in a row that you like. Yeah, that's well, rare. the Evil Dead is obvious. That's right. obvious. That's a you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's um, a layup. Right. That's the layup. The other two, you know, I wasn't sure of, but it, yeah. I, I mean, again, after watching the Terrifier one, I pretty much knew. But yeah. you know how sometimes sequels go, but. Damn, it's those, better. It is better it, than it the is, first it's, one. It's better, and I can't wait for the third. Of, oh, me neither. Of, of that, I, I'm very excited. Yeah. What oh. about what about you? What do you got? So I actually watched uh, Across the Spider. Oh, you did. Okay. What do you think? So, uh, did you see the first one? I saw, uh, yes, I've seen okay. the first one. So, init- uh, let me tell a quick story. So when that came out, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, this isn't going to be like you know, it's a kids' movie. It's not going to be sure. for me. I fucking love the first movie. Yeah, it was right? a good movie. It really was. And then the second one came out, mm-hmm. and I said, and it was it, it's two hours and 20 minutes. Oh, okay, so it's long as well. And I said, uh, I saw what they were doing. I don't need to, like, I'm not going to dig this one. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. Did you? It is okay. So, it has so much heart. It does, okay. And, and good, good. He, here's the insane part of it, is that, they didn't there were no um concessions there really weren't because it's a two hour and 20 minute movie and there's a part two mm-hmm. so okay. you're talking about like they had a five hour movie right so it it just it had so, the art styles are incredible yeah. Right. Yeah. From the different worlds sure. and stuff. This one's definitely a little more experimental, mm-hmm. but the voice cast was phenomenal. Yeah. The story's great. Yep. And just the amount of heart, right? Like, the only thing that was weird was pregnant Spider Woman. Right. And it was only weird because, like, she was pregnant. That, right. That to yeah. me, and they they said something about like they made a comment at the beginning. Right? Okay. Just like oh, we don't know what we're having or whatever. I wish I could keep my hands off my husband, but he's so damn sexy or something. And then they didn't mention it again. Mm. But what bothered me was like it was just distracting because she would do stunts and shit, and I'm right. like that is so unsafe for the child. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of odd that you would be you know kind of okay with. Right, doing those. I mean, again, you know, no one's saying you can't do physical activities, but 
to that level. Right, you're fighting super villains. Right, that's a little bit so, much. Like that, I thought was odd. But like you know, Gwen was great. Mm-hmm. Lo- you know, I'm I'm getting really on board with how they're shaping this yeah. universe to be. Um, they had some, they had a, like an Indian Spider-Man, which I thought was awesome. And they and they did this thing where they kind of rolled jokes into it where like he would say one of the jokes was like i love chai tea mm-hmm. right and the indian spider-man's like chai means tea so you're just saying tea tea you know like things like that that we right. wouldn't actually like know sure. and i was like that's educating people about culture without being you know obnoxious about yeah, it yeah you're you, yeah you're not preaching to somebody no. you're just you know doing it in a in a subtle way and then you know like I said, there was a lot of heart to this movie. Miles is great again, yep. as always. Yeah, uh, Miguel O'Hara, Oscar Isaac's doing right. the voice. Like you're not gonna lose. And what I, you know, as I'm watching it, right, because there is a good amount of men and women Spider Man, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to myself, like, this works because nobody's better than anybody else. Right. It's all Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which. I- is my in in a totality that's one of my biggest issues is i think there you know how could there be so many spider men because this isn't variants of peter parker no no there's too many spider men yeah it's it's, for me like this many people are able to to be this superhero i don't like that i don't like when marvel you know when marvel did this i i never liked it but here's the the beginning is that if we're gonna do multiverse shit Mm -hmm. it makes sense there's an infinite number of universes do i think it like it works as a story i think there's just it is very busy right and the fact that they all congregate in one space i don't care for that sure like that doesn't make sense they wouldn't do that right but i was really really when it ended i was i looked at the the because i got you know they gave us a copy Mm -hmm. i looked at the uh you know the the runtime and i'm like that was two hours 20 and i'm waiting for like i i'm not done like what, what, what the fuck where's the other half yeah it's phenomenal. Yeah, and it's doing really well, uh, you know, it, in the it, theaters. It's, it's got making high good critic money. choice. It's yeah. got high audience. Yeah. And that's the thing is that, you know, I think what's frustrating as someone that, you know, lives in the creative sphere mm-hmm. is that this is something that I would argue is inclusive of everyone. Yeah. And is fantastic because it's mm-hmm. well written. You have a great plot. They use they used the spot as the villain. Yeah, like like yeah. talk about a like a C fucking villain, right? But he's great, right? But the thing is, these are you know the the thing of what makes this work, yeah, is it's 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 inclusive, right? But they're not no, it's true inclusivity though, right? But all of these characters are their own fleshed out characters. Sure. They're not they're not just Spider Man, Peter Parker, Spider Man. In different shades of skin tone. Well, it's not even just that, right? It's that nobody's, aside from Miguel, right, which is to be expected Mm -hmm. out of his character, because we know who he is. Right. Nobody's trying to, nobody's being a dick to any of the other Spider-Men. No. You know? And, and that's the thing is like a lot of times what we're seeing now is that a character comes in and they're like, I'm better than you are. And if you think any anything else, I'm going to shit on right, you. But, the, you know, but the thing that makes this work is they're Spider-Man. Right. And you're Spider-Man. Yeah. And so we're equals. You're a Spider-Man. I'm a Spider-Man. I'm they not do the point thing. At yeah. One, you know, that it, yeah. it, the humor was on point. They had um. They had some scenes from the live action movie. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was it it had so like what's crazy to me is that I don't know how the same company drops that mm-hmm. and puts out Morbius. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, no it doesn't because it, you know, again, I think that you can do certain things in animation that you can't in live action, obviously. Sure. Fair point. And I think that, you know, you can I I think that you can be a little bit more free in animation, right? But from a storytelling standpoint, right? Like there there shouldn't be at the end of the day, like the right the strength of the writing, it doesn't matter what the medium is. Yeah. But no, it I agree, but it's it's what you're writing about that mm. matters, right? Spider Man 
there's a lot of story to tell and you've got an a-list character right sure morbius you you know even venom right it's it's an you know it's an a spot pops into the the venom oh does he yeah he goes to the convenience store and and he's like talking to the the lady yeah and she's just looking at him he's like aren't you freaking out i just popped through a wormhole and she's like no i see shit like this every day right no exactly (laughs) but that's the thing right even venom as much as he's an A-list character, isn't Spider-Man, right? right so right. it's hard to tell, like you know, multiple stories. Yeah. So it, you know, again, do I think it's easier to write Spider-Man? Yes, I, I believe that ha- Spider-Man is going to be much easier, much like Batman, right? Right. Easier characters to write than anyone well, else. I guess. I guess my point to it is, is that you're right. You're writing about Spider-Man, who's not Peter Parker, right? Right. And, and you're still nailing it. Yeah. So with that, that's the thing is that it doesn't. You know, it doesn't have to be Peter Parker. No, no, it doesn't. And that's but that's what, you know, one of the things that makes. And again, I don't like the amount of Spider-Men. That's too many. However, every one of them is successful in their own way because they've all been fleshed out individually. You know, Spider-Man 2099 to to Ben Riley to Miles Morales, to Spider-Gwen. They're all Spider-People, I gotta they, tell you, they're the all ben, different. The Ben Riley shit was fucking hilarious. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Because yeah. he's tortured, you know? So you yeah. get all that. But, you know, that's the thing. They're all they're all the same character, but they're not Peter Parker. They're right. all tremendously different. Right. I, it was just so refreshing, you know, to see something that... Because a lot of times what will happen now, and I've said this to you, because of how divided everyone is and the way the pendulum swings, mm-hmm. you either get fake inclusivity, which mm-hmm. ends up being like woke bullshit, right? or you know, you get something that's not inclusive and then it ends up suffering from that, but right. it's, you know, it's so far to the right side of things mm-hmm. that like it loses a lot. Right. Like there's no, but this felt like a like a good balance, you know. Right. And, but you know, because the fact that 90% of those characters exist. Right. They weren't made for this movie. They didn't change. They have years of lore the behind other thing them. is that, right? And and maybe this is a testament to the Spider-Verse is that they didn't make any change. It's not like, you know, you have a Miguel O'Hara and you have a Miles Morales and you have a Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, there's no need right. to right. change anything. Right. I mean, you changed Spider-Woman, which right. is the only one that and you that, really changed. And I'll be honest with you, that was the weakest point. Because it, again, it that was the only point in the entire two and a half hours where I was like, it's unnecessary. Right. Right. You have enough, you have enough inclusivity that you didn't really need to do that. But, again... It's one of those things where it didn't it didn't take away from the movie. No, I mean the pregnancy thing was ridiculous. Right, it's ridiculous, but thankfully the movie was so good and so well received that that wasn't going to hamper it in any way. Yeah, no, it's killing. Yeah, it it's absolutely killing. is. And I'm and I'm thrilled. Yeah, me too. And me so too. now we got uh, we got Flash coming out. Yep, yeah, and I hope that does well. I mean, I'm hearing pretty good. Yeah, you know, I, look, I you know these are. As we've heard from DC themselves, these are dead end projects. Right. We know they lead to nothing right. because it's all going to get rebooted. So there is, it's not going to make, I don't think it's going to make the money that it could have because people are going to be like, well, why am I going to well, waste my right. time? It's not an event film. No, it's not an event film because it leads to nothing. And it should and it should be because you have Michael Keaton right. reply. It, it absolutely you know, should be. There's some big names. Yes. Yeah. I just think it's not going to do as well as it should for that reason, but I'm hoping that the movie itself is good, because I'm hoping I, that I've it, heard it, it's good. Yeah, I, I heard the CGI is a little wonky. Yeah, I, I've heard that too. And then you know, to be fair, that's an, a lot of movies nowadays. So yeah, I know. Um, let's shift gears a little sure. bit. Uh, so we lost a huge name. We we lost one of the giants. Yeah. So uh, obviously, John Ramada Senior. Yeah. Um, passed away this week. One of the, I mean, talk about what Mary Jane, yeah. I mean, Wolverine again. If you're if you're talking as we just were talking about Spider Man, yeah. I mean, John, it's it's the guy. It is. 
You know, and, and again, 93 years old, so... Right, he had his run. Right. But but still, there is that, you know, we talked about this a year ago. There mm-hmm. is that kind of passing of Titan sort of thing. Right. This is this is a true legend. Yeah. You know, when... Like, it, a, like akin to Stan lee Right. You know, maybe right. not people don't know because Stan was more in the spotlight. Yeah, but, but I mean, you, when you're, not talk, you're talking your, your Stan Lees and your Jack Kirby's and your Steve Ditko's, John Romita Sr. is right there. Yeah. You know, he's right there Absolutely. rubbing shoulders. He is. And, and you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a tremendous... Now, obviously, we haven't been getting a lot, you know, work out of... No. You know... We get a lot of work out of John Romita Jr., and right. he's, he's doing a great job in his father's yeah, footsteps. Yeah, he, he picked up the Yeah, the absolutely. Legacy. But, I mean, again, any of any of the greats that are working right now, this is the guy that they emulated. Yeah. This is the guy. Yeah. Just a bummer. A yeah, bummer it to is. see it. You it know? is. Um, it's been, we've had some odd, odd people, you know, we, Ray Stevens passed away yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah, just a bummer. Yeah, you know? it is. Like, cause, cause it's just, um, but yeah, John Romita was, uh, kind of, it's one of those things where you don't think about it, mm-hmm. you know, and then when you see it, it's like, Jesus, he, he was a Titan. Right. Like that is a pillar yeah. of the comic book community. Right. Like even McFarlane's getting out there and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Jim Lee and, yeah. you know. You know he's a big deal when the when the big boys are you know right. showing the it, oh it, it, exactly and I I like that yeah you know because it feels sincere well because they know that they based their work off of somebody like him now obviously they they their style they've made it their own but they everybody knows the influence if you're going to be if you're influenced at all right. in drawing comic art and we are right right we a lot of it i you know i like right. like a lot of inking and everything we know that this is a guy that you, you know you're not gonna you're you're never gonna say who 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 was that i i don't know who that is right for people who know right and the reason I say it's so sincere is because, you know, sometimes like a big name in Hollywood will pass. Yeah. And like everybody's got to get there 15 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you see the guys talking about them, you know, like McFarland and Lee and all yeah. that, like the videos they posted, they do feel sincere. It oh, feels yeah. like they, because like you said, he's kind of the granddaddy of st- like everyone's style kind of feeds yeah. out of. Absolutely. I don't know. Just uh, just yeah, a giant a sh- loss. Yeah. Shitty one. Shitty one on that. But uh, I, you know, I wanted to talk about it because mm-hmm. I think um, I yeah, think well, more. You know, it's one of those things where people that don't do art but love comics. You know, right? Yeah. No, I, this is a, this is a man that deserves the respect and and, and yeah, the he admiration should be more, more in the spotlight. Right. For sure. Um. So yeah, you know, condolences to the right. Romita family and just just you know, we'll move on. Um. So. I, I saw an interview recently with the director of uh, the new indie movie. Okay. And and again, it's getting, uh, you know, 50s basically yeah. from the critics. Yep. And we got another couple weeks and we'll actually see what the mm-hmm. audience score is. But someone asked him, hey, like, how come it's not short round? Right. You know, because in theory, you'd think it would be like short round and maybe his daughter mm-hmm. would be a great way to sure. sell it. Makes sense. And he said um, something along the lines of, well, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is challenging Indy, you know, better than anyone could or some shit. And the reason Short Round's not in it is because I didn't want another adult running around. Yeah, what a stupid answer. But but my point to it is, right, is that you fundamentally don't understand the universe if that's your answer. Right. And I think a lot of these creatives are in the same boat. Like, you don't understand the universe that you're playing in. Mm-hmm. You know? You can play in the universe. You can smash your action figures together. Right. But if you don't understand the, the rules and the laws that have been set up, mm-hmm. anything you make is going to fail. Well, that's... But that's the biggest problem. You know, and, and again, this is why Lucasfilm fails so miserably, is because... Everybody that's hired with, with with whatever IP, they don't they don't understand what they're doing. They don't understand what came before them. They don't understand the universe, and they don't care to. That's the that's the problem with it all. Is they don't care to. They think I don't. You know, their in their mind is, yeah, that came out 
you know, ages ago. No one cares about that shit anymore. We've got, you know, we got to play to this new audience and the new way the world is, and we've got to make it for the modern audience. And so there's a whole new set of rules. And everybody's telling them, no, that's the wrong way to think about it. That's not what we want for these IPs. That's not the way it works in this culture for for the, like geekdom or whatever you want to call it that doesn't work for us right and and i said it a moment ago like spider verse is a diverse movie mm-hmm. so you're you're you know you're hitting the quote-unquote disney checkbox right, right? Mm-hmm. but you made a great film right so so you can do it sure you can i mean no one's saying don't have inclusivity no no, no. what i'm saying though is that you know I know a lot. Go woke, go broke is a very popular, right. but you can you can do it and still kill, right? But only if it's authentic, right? But you don't have to. But it's it's not it's not the inclusivity. It's the message. It's the it's the beating the brow beating of trying to get the message. If you just want inclusivity, and 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 you're true to the lore, no one has a problem with that. No one not would say a word. And yeah. Spider Verse is absolutely a blueprint. Of exactly that but it's just it's just strange to me and and what I don't understand is that you know you had an opportunity to send Indy off you know the right way bring short round back who just won an Academy Award right. so you can't discount them right and you know if you want to have the female lead have it be short rounds daughter mm-hmm. you know because short he's old he's in his middle age yeah he's in right. his 40s right. so but i'm just saying like he's yeah, not he would have a daughter right but he's not harrison you know he's right. not going right. to take up the indie mantle no but instead you're bringing out you're bringing out someone we've never heard of before mm-hmm. right who's just not only is she going to trump every all of indie's accomplishments mm-hmm. right in the trailer, she says that fucking line about capitalism. Yeah. It's 1960s. Nobody fucking talked like that. Right. Nobody talked right. like that. And the thing, too, is this is Marcus Brody's daughter. Marcus Brody and Indiana Jones were the best of friends. Right. His daughter would not be such a disrespectful bitch to this guy. Right. She would She would love this man. But that's where it doesn't make sense. Right. You know, is it's just like... And this is where I think, you know, the people that are making these lose the plot mm-hmm. is that, you know, you and I who love, love all of Lucas's IPs. Right. You watch Indiana Jones three, four, five times. You see that relationship with right. Marcus. You Absolutely. Know? And unfortunately, obviously the actor passed away, right. so we don't even right. know. But you see the relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and you see kind of, you know, that they do love each other. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. So like if Marcus had a daughter... And and it's Indy's the Godfather, right? Like she's gonna love him too. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And that, what do we get? Yeah, not that. No, we get no. the polar opposite of that. Right. I'm better than you. You're yeah. just getting in the way. Yeah. You're an old man. You have nothing. I'm better than you. I've always been better than you since day of birth. And you you have nothing to offer me. Yeah. So, you know. I, now now real quick. Speaking of the Indiana Jones. Yeah. Karen Allen, who is Miriam, yep, had an interview the other day. Oh, because I think she's in it, right? I don't know if she's in it or not. I think she's at the end, but I'm not yeah, positive. I think, I think at the end she might be in it. She lives in Massachusetts. Holy shit, really? So if if she's listening right now, we're gonna we're gonna meet up and we're gonna find you, not no, in a creepy right. way, right, easy, <laughs> not in a creepy way, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna people. we're gonna find out where you are and and and, and like Karen Allen is here. Right I'm down the road. She doesn't uh, like do the cons and stuff. Yeah, I guess she doesn't. Have, I, no, I, she I, wants to live like a quiet, peaceful life. But I don't want that of her. I want to. Oh yeah, you Karen want to and fucking yeah. But she's uh, pretty chill. You know. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't really act though, right? Like I think, no, but I mean, for Christ's sakes, yeah. Miriam is Marion lives in the area, and that's we don't cr- and we don't know this, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. So listen, say what you want. We got a cup. There's a couple. You know, spread throughout this sort of, you know, you got King up in Maine. Yeah. Right. There's a couple. Sure. A couple but of big, th- that big was timers. that was surprising to me. So I'm like, what? We need to I have no, her on. I had no idea. She we must ha- live like out, out out in the West or something. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't. Again, they don't say where and for obvious reasons. Yeah. Because crazy fucking but, people like you are going right. to find her. <laughs> well, I mean, again, she's, you know, 
The thing is, is that after this is all over, I'd I I'd love to talk to, you know, some especially like someone like her who's like done. Right. You know, I'd love to get her opinion on kind of how the legacy ended. Yeah. You know, because obviously she cares about the franchise. Right. And it you know, and it would be great because again, no one. You know, no one knew what that was going to be when that first movie came no, out. Same as Star Wars, like right, they didn't know. Right. So it's like to 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 have her, you know, tell the the tales of, you know, Indiana Jones. I would I would love to to be able to sit and listen to her. You know. Oh my God! Have a dinner. It would be incredible. Right. You know, exactly. Hear the stories of old, and then yeah. maybe you know, see what her opinion is. Right. Uh, of the current exactly. state of it. So. You know, well, if you you know, if anybody who's listening knows Karen, yeah, we'd please. love to talk yeah. to her. We'd love to have her be a part of this. Yeah, easy though. Yeah, not <laughs> not again, not in, a, a not in a creepy. <laughs> I don't mean to come off as a, being creepy. I just meant like, yeah, hey, I she's did. in the right, area. Right. Like, it, it'd be an easy kind of thing yeah. to set up. Um, what else you got for me? You got anything else? Yeah. Right. So, so, you know. We have a lot of boycotts going on right now. Yeah, it's a very, you know, it's a it's a hot climate. Yeah. Um, and, and and I just think so I think the pendulum swung way too left for a yeah, very long time. I agree. Like it was it was it needed to swing. Right? right. It needed to swing, but I think it swung way too far right, right. to the left. And then what ends up happening is it start it, you know, when it goes like that, it overcorrects. Right. And so right. So in order to get to center, you have to overcompensate to go way too far to the right, right in order to eventually hopefully find center. And I think right now we've got the pendulum swinging the way too far to the right. And th- this is what all look, do I agree with all these boycotting? Yes, I do. Do I agree that it's long term? It's it's the smart thing to do. No, I don't. I think it's smart in the short term to take back some of the control because I think that it we it was way too much one way. Yeah. And I think the only way to get back to center is by it has to overcompensate the other way, but it can't stay there. That's the whole problem. It stayed too far one way. It can't swing all the way over the other way and stay there. So if it's going to be for a short term, then I agree for a short term hit them in the pocketbooks, make it hurt, and then try to get back to center. Because I'm not looking for these companies to be put out of business. I'm not looking for any financial hardships. Again, you know. Right. You're not try- you don't want to see these companies you know, disappear over something no. like this. No. But here's the thing is that do I think – I think the Bud Light fiasco was – a miss uh, like I think that was foolish mm-hmm. I don't think it you know I think if Bud wants to be more inclusive that's fine sure but you don't isolate your audience right you know <laughs> but then the problem is right you, then you have somebody like Garth Brooks come out right yep he's opening up a bar on Broadway in Nashville and he has to make a point to say hey I'm an inclusive guy I always have been and Bud Light is absolutely going to get served at my bar and if you don't like it go to all the other bars on the strip and everybody said you got it pal that's exactly right, because, what we're going to do the thing asshole is, right is that you could have served bud light and kept your fucking right, mouth that's, shut and that's you would have been problem. fine just do that just if you want to serve bud light because you want to you you are not going to you know join that rebellion against it fine just serve it but you have to come out and shoot your mouth off and get into the political and the cultural war and and so yes you're going to get boycotted now right. because of it but but i think i think it's a here's what it is for me right because i i i do think that if you can find a way to include the lgbtqia plus community in in you know these these things great sure but you can't do it at the expense of another group right and that's what's happening mm-hmm. but at its core what bothers me the most is not the boycotting it's it's the insincerity of the the corporations right like i know target is getting kind of yeah, they're getting destroyed right, right now, now yeah. right because they you know 
basically they had they put out pride clothing and they had a lot of like onesies and twosies and mm-hmm. you know a bunch of stuff in the kids section and i think a lot of people are upset my point to it is though is that if you look at target right 10 years ago they were or, or 20 years ago they were anti LGBTQ right so it's like you're you're fucking you're like a war profiteer mm-hmm. like you're don't don't sit there and be like oh I actually care about this shit right but but here's the but here's where this whole thing is is just off the rails right yeah so the boycott because they did the pride clothing line for children right obviously the boycott happened they're losing billions upon billions of dollars now they obviously you know, pulled back because they they saw what was going on. Right. So now they're getting bomb threats, and and they're being and and this is a one of the states where a bomb threat for Target it has been made. Right? right. But the bomb threats are not coming from the people who are opposed to the Pride clothing. It's from the LGBTQ com- community that's. Saying we're going to well, bomb your well, stores it's from extremists. Well, you extremists. That you know what I'm saying. But, yeah. but I'm just saying people from that side are. Right. So it's not the people that want the clothing removed. It's the people that want the clothing to be there prominently. You know. Again, these are these are activists that are that are you know outside. Right. The th- normal this sphere is, of right. people. Because the thing is, right. I think if we can all be honest with each other, right. Mm-hmm. I think that the majority of people are just trying to live. Right. They don't care what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They don't care if you're gay or straight or, you know, you identify as a deer. Like, right. whatever you want to sure. fucking do, man. Mm-hmm. There are extremists, right? Right. And what ends up happening is there's less, there's less extremists than there are normies. Sure. But they end up pulling people that live in the center. They, you know, because of the way that they conduct themselves mm-hmm. and, and the rhetoric and everything on both sides. Right. They end up pulling people that are normally centrist to to kind of more extreme corners than I think they normally would go. Sure. So it is difficult, you know. And 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 as far as like the kids' clothing thing goes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not smart enough to say like whether it whether it's good whether it's bad whether it's indoctrination i I would say this i think uh you know a kid that's gay is gonna knows he's gay sure you know what i mean so it's not like you can't say like oh they're teaching kids to be gay it's like no i think regardless as soon as you know the hormones kick in yeah if the now, kid's gay, he's gay. Yeah, I mean, I I totally disagree that it should be taught in school, especially from K through three, like they wanted to do down in Florida. I think, um, I think, you know, to me, gay gay pride and and and, and gay history is important to teach. Right. Oh, absolutely. In like a history absolutely. class, you know, from a history perspective, and I think it's good to, you know, it makes sense to you know. But the the trouble is, is that it's not the beginning of this shit anymore. Like people are used to two mommies or two daddies and things of right. that. Right. Like that's not shit that should be new anymore. No, it isn't. And but if you want to talk about you know tolerance and you want to talk about inclusivity and you want to make sure that everybody understands that right. I don't think there's anything there's, wrong with that, that. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're but the indoctrination teaching or trying to kind of convince children of sexual preference at an early age that is where the line should be drawn and that should absolutely be outlawed which it, yeah, it, but you I know. don't think I don't think any sane person right would say that they want they want that I mean yeah, that's, but that was that, the whole bill in Florida that so, they did yeah, want to pass that, it I know but that's a little more like you get that's too political like it's right. just you know Again, you're talking about politics in this generation. It is every again the sides, the extremists pull yeah. everything. So, like, I get it. I get that we want to, you know, that the, that these leftist extremists want everything to be, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I and 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 on the right side, they want nothing to change. Right. And it's like right, but but instead of 
instead of coming together in the middle, mm-hmm. you're just pushing the fucking pendulum back yeah. and forth, and we end up with all this extreme shit. Right. Like, if, if I had a small child, and I and there was going to be a gay pride parade down in Provincetown, right. and I had a small child, and I wanted to take my small child to see it, and I dressed my small child in a gay pride shirt, right, because I'm supportive. and That's fine. And I, there's nothing wrong with that. No. You're not you're not indoctrinating, you're not all you're teaching is tolerance and acceptance and that not everybody might have the same ideals as you, but that's okay. You right. don't you don't have to you don't have but to they partake. Exist, right? right. It's about, they it's exist. about allowing people to live. Right. And and you want to teach the children let everybody live the life they want to live. Again, you don't have to join them but understand that they exist and respect them for their choices that they made. Your choices you make might be different, but that doesn't mean we can't coexist and everything is cool. That's what you should be doing to raise your children. And if you want them, and if you're trying to be supportive because they're wearing a rainbow shirt, what's wrong with that? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So that's the thing is that I, I, I don't think Target is in the wrong for having pride clothes for kids. Right. Where it gets kind of, and again, I don't know. Right. But where it gets kind of weird for me is that they had like clothing for kids where you could like tuck. Yeah. Like that I don't understand. Like I don't understand that. But see, that becomes you're teaching them a, a sexuality. Right, because again, that's like if that's you, if, a, you're, if you want to make clothes for teenagers, right? Because your hormones have come in at that point. Sure. And if you say, "Look, I'm I'm a girl," mm-hmm. right? Sure. Okay, I believe you. Yeah. But but I don't think you know a kid. Right. I don't think you should be teaching that to a child of a of a a, a really young age. I don't. I don't agree that that should yeah, be. That, that to me was not, in poor taste. Right. And I think that is what. The, the you know the boycott was about is things like that. But the pro here's the problem again, is it's the extremism. Right. Because instead of to me that particular item of clothing is the only thing that I took issue with. In that right because That's that it. because that is that is different than everything else. Gay like, pride or yeah. I support you know right. whatever. That's again. There's nothing but wrong think, with rainbow. Right. But the problem shirts. is because a lot of you know the people that want these out of the store mm-hmm. are just like get all of it out. Right. That's that's the problem so, though. There right. there is no center. It's well, all it, there or is, nothing. But, but the center isn't vocal, right? And that's why I that's why I like to bring this stuff up because mm-hmm. I feel like we don't hear it enough. I feel like there's not enough. You know, hey, I think that. Target having kids' clothing with Pride logos on it is fine. I think that Target having clothing for a kid that allows them to tuck is not. That's right. That's that's, that's going. That's right. wrong. You're on. Yeah, you're on the wrong side there. That's so a, but, get but rid that's of that one article. Right. That was a mistake. Remove that, and the rest of the stuff can stay. And, and it everything goes, it should goes, be acceptable it goes for everything. Mm-hmm. I think Bud Light missed the mark with. Dylan Mulvaney. Sure. I think that was a poor choice in the spokesman. But see, that, Do I think you 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 scorch the earth on Bud Light? No. But I also don't think that you isolate your audience and say, well, if you don't like this one spokesman, go fuck yourself. Right. That's what I'm saying is like there's no, it's the polls just pulling right. everybody. And right. it's like, no. Yeah. And then, you know, you have the, the situation with uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. We, Why don't you elaborate on that a little so, bit? So, um, uh, Obviously, Nick, Call of Duty is a huge video right. game, billion and, dollars yeah. a year. And I guess um, a gamer, Nick Merckx, was going to have a, a, you know, yeah, he's big whatever. in the streaming community, right? You and know. he was going to have his own skin or whatever. Yeah, so they do skins, and like yeah. they were going to do a Nick Merckx skin. And so, you know, one of the things he came out and said was, "Leave children alone." I don't know why we're focusing anything t- towards children. Just leave children alone, right? Very benign statement, which again, everybody, everybody should be in agreement with that statement. That is not homophobic. That is not racist. That is just children should not be targeted to anything. Right. There's just should, leave them well, alone. I mean, you know, we we target kids with advertising. Like, well, it, you know what I'm saying. You know, we shouldn't be doing that. Right. But, 
but you know specifically targeting t- them to things that they should not be you know that that is not age appropriate well, uh, do you know why he said it did he just say it randomly one day uh it was, was it in an it, interview it, i think it was, was in it? in a conversation of something yeah. he was just basically they, he was having a conversation somebody and, must have brought up pride or yeah, something and it was just one of those things where he right. just like, said hey, hey look i support the pride community yeah. i just like, can, like i said yeah. like the tucking thing was weird right and, and and call of duty you know somebody somebody took offense to say hey that's homophobic during Pride Month. Right. And Call of Duty decided they're going to pull the campaign. Oh, they scorched the earth with them? Right. And so now, Call of, you know, again, like you said, Call of Duty is a, a, a very giant game. Well, the gaming community has now boycotted Call of Duty, and Call of Duty is going to have, you know, they, they have a new game coming out. Yeah, and, November. And some of the top streamers have, uh, have been on uh, streaming where they're, the wiping out Call of Duty, they're taking it off. You know, and, it's just and they're telling people so... to stop, don't buy Call of Duty, and they're right. going to get killed now with but the, with but the sales. problem is right. The problem is, is that instead of being able to sit down and have a conversation about it, everyone just wants to jump. You know, everyone just wants to participate in the culture war, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I would say that most normal human beings. Are not trying to genocide the trans community. No, not at all. There are people out there that are. Sure. And I'll, I'll and I, you know. And that's to any, right, you know, race. Anything. Th- there's, but you know, that's po- never going to go away. My point fully. to it is, right, is that if if he clarified what he meant, he mm-hmm. should be given the opportunity to clarify. And if what he meant was, look, like I said, the 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 pride clothing for kids, cool. The tucking clothing for kids, not cool. Right. If it's something along and that, those and that lines, is, and that is what it was. It was then, just like, hey, it. You know, if you want to, you know, I have nothing with anything wrong with trans or gay. Just don't come at kids. Don't try to indoctrinate kids. Right. But I mean, on the other side of it, it's just like, I don't know that if I like. If I was a stream, if I was a Twitch streamer or whatever the fuck he is, I don't know that I would want to touch that. That's not my, you know, that's not my pool. Sure. But I mean, again, it's a benign statement that I think everybody should be on board with. Like, we shouldn't be doing anything to young children. Like, we should not no, be I trying, don't, to, I don't trying disag- to go right, after right, them in on. that capacity. I, to be fair, I don't disagree with you. But, one, it's, I, I guess it's just more like looking at the environment right Mm -hmm. it's just like that is that topic unfortunately is a minefield it is but the problem but the problem is is that you can't you know but but if people are too afraid to talk about it then it'll always be a minefield but the thing is so we but we can't just all of a sudden hear a few people on twitter say well you can't say that that's homophobic during Pride Month, and all of a sudden, that is that's taken as law. That's not homophobic. That is not a homophobic statement whatsoever. Right. And if somebody wants to claim it is, that's a you problem. Well, that's uh, your again, problem to feel that way. What, what's what's happened in the last five, five, six years? Right. We saw kind of the, you know, the mainstream cancel culture movement come to fruition mm-hmm. we saw the me too movement come to which which at its at its beginnings very important right and you know i think this is just kind of the evolution of all of it sure is that we've gotten to a point where you know a, there are still monsters out there mm-hmm. but a lot of them have you know we got rid of weinstein and, and right and there are still bad men and women out there mm-hmm. right but it's not like it was at the beginning because we have right. the awareness now. We're aware <laughs> of, 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 you know, the sexual exploitation that these fuckers are doing. It's in, it's in the light a bit more. Same thing with the trans community. We're aware of you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more for, forward. Right. But the thing is now, right? So, like, say, you know, obviously we have Namor. Namor, yeah, who's Namor. Now, no more. Got something against him, right? 
kind of like with Jonathan Majors, right? Oh, they hit him with a, an assault charge? Right. So here's, here's somebody that came out and said he's a sexual predator. Okay. Okay. And so now his name is getting dragged through the mud. Right. Much like Jonathan Majors, right? But Jonathan Majors, okay, we got... Mm, there's a, a lot of other people are coming forward now too. Well, the there's thing, a little the bit thing more smoke. In- it's tricky when it's just one person, right? If it's just one person, you get into that he said, she said situation, right? But but if it's one person and then ten others come out, mm-hmm. even if only half of them are telling the truth, it's still half of them, right? But the thing is, you got you got this, you know, you got a woman who's an activist, a, a well-known activist, right? Comes out and and is saying this. And so, um, what so, that he assaulted her or something? Right, that he's a sexual predator. That he assaulted her, right? And he, so he came out, and he's like, "We were in a consensual relationship. None of that stuff ever occurred." And so now you've got the he said, she said, right? And because you know, because we have the Weinstein's, but we also have the Amber Heard's, right? So now, right. But my point to you it can't is, believe right? anybody if, until if other women came forward on him. And yeah. said, like, no, he is. Okay, well, now we have some credibility. Right, exactly. But that's not what we've got right now. So, you know, the problem is, but the problem is, is that, you know, to, to, my, to my point of all this is we can't just go, we can't just have a single person or a couple people say something and then run with that. We can't have a couple people go on Twitter and, and, and be mad that this guy said this. And then he's, you know, we're, we're shutting right, right. We're shutting down whole campaigns on gaming because a couple people came forward and, and said that my point of view is this. Right. But it gets even more. It, it's even more murky than that. It, it, it's like, look, the Cleopatra show on Netflix sucks. Right. It's not because anybody's racist. Right. Towards it. It sucks because it sucks. Right. And that's the same thing with The Little Mermaid. Right. The Little Mermaid. We heard for. Two weeks, three weeks, you know, overseas. They're racist. They're racist. Well, then across the Spider-Verse comes out. Mm, and it kills. And it kills. Then Transformers the following week comes out. Right. And it kills. Right. And there's two, the two humans are black. The two leads. So you it's lose your argument. It. Right. right. And, your and then, argument is done. what ends up happening, what ends up happening is we're using, we're using these words, racism, homophobia, misogyny. When they di- when where they don't belong, right? And so that those those you know awful things lose some of their power because I think it's I think it's racist to profile someone on the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's racist to say that Cleopatra wasn't black and her, the Jada Pickett Smith show sucks. Right. That has nothing to do no with thinking anything is superior. It's not inferior because of her race. It's inferior because she sucks. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and... And Spider-Verse is a testament to that. Right. So it's like we we have to, you know, again, we have to stop, you know, letting these people go onto the internet and just say whatever they want. Right, but they're throwing out, again, what... If you called someone homophobic or racist, you know three four years ago that had some weight sure but now right when you throw it around and say like oh people didn't like the lord of the rings show because they're racist it's just like what so if you if you start ingraining that into the culture Mm -hmm. right it almost becomes like well you just say everything is racist right but that's but that's that's the key word for failure now right like if you fail an ism Right, you're gonna say that is the cause, right. not that n- not that my movie sucked or my TV show sucked. It's it's this. The ism is the reason why it failed. So what? We don't hold anybody accountable anymore. That there is no accountability in Hollywood, and and let me tell you, this whole this whole writers' strike and and then the actors may be striking soon as well within a couple weeks. This is going to be a full course correction because. In a couple weeks, we have force majeure. You, do, do you know what that is? Yes. Okay. So the stu- everybody's going to be able to get out of contracts here very soon. It's going to be wild. And so everybody's going to be able to... So if you don't like the writers, you're going to be able to cancel them without issue. If the 
actors are in contracts they don't want to be in anymore, they're going to be able to get just, out of them very soon. Just to be soon. clear, though, just to be clear, right? I, I'm, I'm obviously, I think writers should be paid fairly. Sure. But that being said, like, if you start <laughs> to pick apart the numbers that these fucking people make, mm -hmm. they are making huge amounts of money already. Right. right. And, and, and again, I get it. The industry you're in has a lot of money, and I don't think that should be going towards the the executives and everything. But it's like, I'm not sitting here crying for these people because it's just like, yeah, but you make a quarter of a million dollars a year right now, right? You know, it's things like that. Yeah, and it's all, but it's also again, why is it, you know, should should ever? This is this is the equivalent of a participation trophy, right? If you're gonna give everybody a a, a lift, right? Well. So what? Like the like the people that made She Hulk deserve a raise, right? I, I mean, again, but the there are some is, that right? probably do. The thing is, is that you know they're a union, obviously, so right. they want to bring everybody up. Mm -hmm. But you would assume that it's like the writers of She Hulk, like don't just don't fucking hire them again. Well, that's a, well, that's the thing, but right? They seem to be hiring them again, right? And, and so you're going to continually get shitty shows. They're going to fail. And then, you know, because I'm hearing like Secret Invasion is about to come out. Yeah. Right. The critics saw the first two episodes. I'm hearing it sucks. Yeah. I'm hearing the first two episodes that have been that have been watched already suck. They're like, nope, we th we were we thought we were getting something different. We thought maybe the MCU learned. They haven't. Right. This is the but same that, shit. But that's the thing is that is that it it hasn't worked. No, it's not like it's not like you know, we're we're back four or five different movies or shows and we're still feeling it out. It hasn't worked. It didn't work. Yeah. So it's like you have to change the course. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, but we have to stop blaming the fans for the failures of Hollywood. But the problem is, is that you have things like Spider-Verse mm -hmm. and you have things like Last of Us, right? That are, that are loved. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you're a homophobe. Well, I, I love The Last of Us. I think episode three of The Last of Us is some of the best television I've ever seen. You know, that that episode is about a gay love story. Mm -hmm. Like, so how am I a homophobe if I don't like, you know, this, this, and this? Right. Well, it's the same It's the same argument with The Little Mermaid, right? You don't like it because she's black. It has nothing to okay, do with her. Let's, let's take that out of it. What about the five or six other things I hate? Right. How, the CGI what about, looks like what shit. About you that? add in an unnecessary hour. You know? Right. What about the the poor s new songs? What what about it? Just it it looks terrible. What about you know, you know the 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 changes to the story that you've made? Why I so I can't. All of that goes out the window because the lead actress is black, and therefore I'm a racist because that's what you're telling me is the reason but why the I don't like it. The issue is right. Is that. Instead of saying like, oh, you just don't like it because she's black. If I was her, I'd be pissed off because it's like, I'm trying, I'm, you know, I'm trying to bring my community up. I'm trying to bring up other, you know, women of color to, to be in lead roles and mm -hmm. you fucking stick me in this piece of shit. Right. Like that's what they should be angry about. That's what the woman who played Cleopatra should be fucking mad about mm -hmm. is like, you put me in this fucking hot piece of garbage. Yeah. Like you're setting you're setting people back by making shitty shows and movies. Right. And then, you know, the thing is it it's but then when the following week a lead black actor has a movie come out and it's killing across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. How do you use that but you're still saying it's racism. <laughs> still you're saying it's racism about the little mermaid. But how is that argument worth anything anymore but it's not though that's right. the whole thing is that you can't have the last of us and you can't have the spider-verse if your argument is true right because if it was just racism or homophobia then these things would fail right and well, they're not right and and you know in other in you know other people have said the same point well where are the racists for those movies where are the race you know when and there are but they're just quiet right. and in the fucking shadows. No, but what I'm saying is, why is it that the Spider-Verse has a 97 yeah. for 
for for both the the audience and the critics. It, the verified, no, the verified audience and the the unverified, oh, right? Oh, yeah. You know how with Little Mermaid, it it's like a forty, yeah, and then they have it as like a ninety-five, right? Because right. they locked it, but in actuality, it's like a forty, right? But across the Spider Verse, it's both at a 95 and and with transformers it's in the 90s as well now again the critics aren't crazy about transformers sure, but the but fans and, and are. again i'm sure you're not getting much out of transformers right no but if it's a fun summertime movie right great yeah but the thing is you have black leads right two weeks in a row after the little mermaid right blowing it out of the water right so your your argument has now fallen you know it's completely tone deaf at that point but yet you're still right. saying but it. But what it does is it breeds insincerity, mm-hmm. and then you lose your fan base. And I, I would say that most of the fans, again, have just turned on these companies because a vocal minority on either side of the aisle should not you know, be who's controlling the narrative. Right, and that's why I think that, you know, again, we're we're swinging the pendulum so far over to the other way now, and that's these boycotts are absolutely the the result of that. Right. And again, short term, I think it's the smart play. Well, I think it, it, you're trying to staunch. <laughs> I think uh, you, you know have a, to, a deep wound, right? Right. So I think you know, I think you have to bring back a level of control away from where it was. In order to get it to center, but the problem is, it's never you know it's going to get to center, and then something is going to switch it to one way or the other in very short order because it never stays at center because we can't seem to make any type of agreement where, hey, this you know again we we are inclusive, right? Everybody should be fine with inclusivity, but we don't need to keep beat brow beating the right. message. All right, with that, let's put this one to bed. Uh, Jim, as always, always enjoy having these conversations Absolutely. with you. Um, what's going on? Just uh, getting the art out. Yep. Yep. Just check it. Check Nobody it to the spy versus spy this week. Spy versus spy. Yeah, I liked it. It came little, out real uh, rad. Mad Magazine uh, love since uh, they aren't really around anymore. But uh, yeah, just uh, just making sure the art gets out there every single week. Just uh, check out the socials if you want to see new artwork uh, absolutely come by and support if uh if you feel the need all right guys so that's 58 of the corner um but let you know let us you know where we're at catalystcrafting.com is the main website catalyst creations nh is the etsy store in the 1200s now yeah. on the orders awesome. so cooking um but yeah t- tell us what you guys think i mean have you seen terrifier or pearl or evil dead did you watch the Spider-Verse? Uh, are you a fan of John? Well, do you know who John Ramada is? And if so, you know, are you upset by his passing, as, as most of us are? Um, and are you going to boycott Call of Duty? All right, crew. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>